0: Very new to this, and I'm hoping to make y'all laugh tonight. <laughs> so, yesterday was Thanksgiving, or as I like to call it, celebrating white people immigration day. <coughs> I'm happy to see all your bloated faces today, it makes me feel better about my own. But, yeah, Thanksgiving is one of those holidays. It's always been uh, very ironic to me. I mean, for one, the main dish kind of sucks. Nobody looks forward to it. For two, everyone pretends to be thankful only long enough to get ready to buy shit we don't need. And for three, about 50% of Americans, (coughs) Trump supporters, use this time to gather around a dry bird and talk about how much they hate immigration on none other than white people immigration day. I'm not hating though. I mean, what better way to celebrate white hypocrisy than celebrate the success of white colonialism and drink pumpkin spice? I might be being too hard on them though. I mean, pumpkin spice is delicious. And I might be coming across like I hate Thanksgiving. I don't, I don't hate Thanksgiving. That's not a thing for me. I actually consider overeating one of my favorite pastimes and I appreciate that the fattest country in the world has a holiday dedicated to overeating. Seriously, one of the best, and I appreciate that. I ate a lot, though, yesterday, you guys. I <laughs> I ate like COVID was going to kill me the next day. I had to jump about 20 times to get my jeans on this morning. I'm not, I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried about it. I mean, as long as my hospital gown and ventilator still fit, I'm good. It's been a weird year, though. I shouldn't face this way. That's not a good. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't know. Is it good? Uh, (laughs) It's been a weird year. I mean, I'm pretty sure Christmas is going to suck, too. Spoiler alert. I am looking forward to New Year's. I mean, not only do we get to count away a shitty year, but we get to count away a shitty president. You know, I think – I think it's almost poetic in a way that we're going to be counting down, you know, my family still looks at the giant ball that drops in New York City. You guys know the one I'm talking about. I don't know why it's a giant ball, but because we're counting away a shitty year and a shitty president, I think it would be a lot more entertaining to drop the ball on the White House lawn. That way, in true poetry – we can drop the giant ball on the lawn of the man who acts like his never did. That's my time today, Pam. That's what I got. I didn't do too many fat jokes today. <laughs> you don't even <laughs> shame our fifth president. Like, what are you doing? Uh, what did I?
1: I uh, I'll leave my mask on because I can't find my condom. I put my condom in my pocket. I was gonna reuse my condom. That's gross. Like, don't reuse. Christina Pickles, everyone! Yay! I don't think that's a real last name, but I love you. Sort of look Cuban, so it makes me really happy. I'm like, oh, <laughs> put the pickles on the sandwich. I like it. You're um, acidic. No, you're not. You're butterf- you're sweet. You're gorgeous and wonderful. Everybody, clap it up again for Christina! Yay! making fun of our president, who's not going to be the president anymore soon. Yay! It's so scary, actually. The 72 days in between the uh, election and the inauguration, these 72 days where, you know, he's like holding up in the White House. He's holding up there. He's like, I'm not going to leave. But he's also not going to say anything. And I can't wait in 20 years when we get to try him for war crimes because like 100,000 people die over these three I don't want people to die. I'm just saying in 20 years, we're going to try him for war crimes. Because a lot of people, because he can't. Hi! I was just making fun of the current president. Biden's going to be new. Yay! We're going to change everything and everyone will masks. And I don't know what's going to happen. Cool. I, uh, I actually, no, I don't want to do my Melania joke. Uh, Melania. Does anyone know what her name is? The first lady? What's her name? Melania. It's Melania. Yeah, I could never know what her name was. Melania. Yeah, it could be Kardashian. The thing is, I have no idea what her name is because she never speaks. (laughs) It's like you didn't say anything. You were there for four years. I'd love to make fun of her accent. I have no idea what she sounds like. Nothing whatsoever. The pictures. Oh, no. She's skinny and pretty. Oh, my God. And that's the thing. I grew up in the 90s. I know that no one listens to you unless you're skinny and pretty. (laughs) And I have an awesome eating disorder. Like, talk to us, Melania. Show us on the doll where he touched you. Are you okay? She's from either Slovenia or Slovakia. I don't know. I don't know which country, but they both border hungry. And my God, she's starving. Someone feed that lady. (laughs) First lady, that lady. Feed her. Cool. All right, your next comedian, what a joy and a wonderment he is. He's going to play some music. Cause he actually has like it's so funny that he's a comedian. Cause he actually has talent. Like he can play the guitar and the piano. He can do all kinds of things. But he's here to grace you with his amazingness. Put your hands together, everybody, for Josh Con. Yay!
2: for safety. Thanks, Pam, for building me up so much. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna be great. Clap it up for me. I sh- I showered. I put on pants that are clean, that were clean three days ago, I put on pants. I put on pants, guys. That deserves clapping. I love coming to Pam Benjamin's show because you always get, like, a lot of facts in with your comedy, you know? Like, she knows, like, how many electoral votes each state has. Like, <laughs> 72 days. She's like, oh, the 72 days. I'm like, this is 72. D- is it really 72 days? Because betwi- f- this 72 days is going to feel like 80 years between now And then, so here's my impression of, so Joe will get inaugurated. So here's my impression of the administration in, like, the year, like, 2022. It's going to go like this. Kamala, are you in there? Yes, Joe, I'm right here. Where, Kamala, where did I put the launch codes again? They're in the bedside table drawer, Joe. Well, Kamala, what? A, how do I? How do I vote? Do I veto this? You don't veto anything, Joe. You let me make all the decisions. You just sit there and look white. Oh, okay. What? A, what do I do? Kamala, did we? Is racism bad? Yes, Joe. We agreed. Our public stance is that racism is bad, No, we will, We want to forget that you signed the crime bill in '94. Just hope everybody glosses over that. I'm here. Thankfully, you're not going to screw anything up too bad. Um, so that is political stuff. I asked Pam to put me on second because she gave me some of her marijuana-infused bread. <laughs> <laughs> and I ate some. And I was like, Pam, you better put me up next. It's kicking in. <laughs> like, I'm not going to be able to get through this thing. I don't I do need to wear the mask. I bought my own mic condom. You guys can hear me better this way. You can see how cute and deliciously sexy. And I don't want to toot my own horn. It's okay. I'm half Jewish, half Asian. That's why it looks like an interracial train wreck. Don't worry. Yeah, but Trump thinks he's like the—he thinks he's the hero of the pandemic. He's—he's—he's he's, he's like I'm the hero of the pandemic. I'm practically the pandemic's Batman, right? Cause I saved everybody. And did Batman wear a mask? Okay, yes, Batman wore a mask, but it didn't cover his nose and mouth. I'm the Batman of the pandemic, everybody. Yeah, that's right. And then Bane, like he's—you know—he's like the Batman's president. And Bane's just working at some Korean barbecue. He's like. Welcome to Soul of Gotham Korean Barbecue. I am Bane, your server. You'll notice everyone in the restaurant is wearing a mask (laughs) to prevent from COVID and the League of Shadows. If you remove my mask, it will be quite painful when I get COVID and die. People usually love Bane. It just seems like it's like flat out there. (laughs) Everyone's like, no, man, Tom Hardy. You don't say that about him. He's a great actor. Mad Max. Mm." You can tell I'm getting, I'm just like, I'm high. Should I just yeah. – Um. yeah. I wanted to tell Kurt – that's right. That's right. That's right. You ever have those moments like where you're all like at, like at work, like the smoke sesh before work, and like everybody just goes quiet and into their own thoughts, and then you break back in and be like, y'all, we just had a moment. You know what I mean? Like when everyone's in the smoke sesh and nobody's saying nothing because everybody's just thinking their own thoughts, it's a beautiful thing. That just came to me. I speaking anyway, so jokes and jokes and jokes. Kurt Cobain, dear Kurt Cobain, with the lights out, it is actually more dangerous, not less. I bought my toe. He's in denial. In denial. Mauricio, don't get, don't give me that, man. Okay, a, here, okay, here's here, what Mauricio, wh- what Mauricio said is, I love you, Josh. Let me translate f- that for you. There's a subtitle at the bottom. He says, I love you, Josh. And the subtitle says, Josh, shut the F up and play your guitar. So I will do that. He's like, that is what I meant. That is what I meant, Josh. Just, you know, stop telling the jokes that aren't working and just start playing your guitar, okay? Our friendship is on the line with this set that you got going here. That's a perfect Mauricio, by the way. You'll hear him later, but that is spot on. It really? So, guitar. Just clap it up for the fact that I have a guitar. You like it? It's uh yeah. You can just be the 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 worst human being on earth. If you play a good enough guitar, nobody cares, right? You just be like a great human being like like Eric Clapton, right? You're not going to like this joke, man. <laughs> Straight up, straight up. No, he wrote, th- okay so very, but very sad, because he had a child that fell out the balcony window right when he was partying, doing too much cocaine back in the 80s or the 70s or something like that, right? He wrote that song, Tears in Heaven, about it, right? Here's my thing. I don't think Eric Clapton is actually that sad about Tears in Heaven, because like, how much money has he made off of that song? No? Would he be like, Would I still get paid? If you were not in heaven. (laughs) No. I'm just trying that out. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm so sorry. That's punching up though, Eric Clapton, because like people used to spray paint Clapton is God, you know, and it's like, God, God sacrificed his first child for our sins. You know, Eric Clapton's God sacrificed his first child at a Coke party because he was on a binger. Ooh. (laughs) Went too far. Went too far. Blame the cannabis. Uh, like me again? Do you guys like Bob Dylan? You guys like Radiohead? So this is Bob Dylan singing Radiohead. <laughs> Bob Dylan sings Radiohead like this. I'm a creep. I'm a weirdo. What the hell am I doing here? I don't belong here.
3: No, no.
2: has <laughs> got the bands. Oh, no. <laughs> Do I have any real friends? Oh, no. Bob Dylan singing Radiohead, everyone. That's what that was. <laughs> I am so, I'm off my rocker right now. I, You know, I actually, I want to start like an R&B band with Jim Carrey. We're going to call it Ace of Bass Ventura. What do you think? What do you think about that, you know? All that she wants is another baby. righty then. Snoop Dogg, remember when Snoop Dogg found reggae and he wanted to be called Snoop Lion? Remember that a few years ago? So now he found Polka music. He wants to be called Snoop Cloggy Clog now comes in with some Swiss Mizzle, maybe some mini Mosh Mizzles. Oh, my gosh, Pam likes the, the well-written stuff. Okay, uh, what do I do? Hey, you, you guys know what Led Zeppelin's favorite part of Thanksgiving is? The gravy, gravy, the gravy! The gravy! Yeah, dude, drive like your drug dealer lives here. No one put a gun to your nose and made you do that cocaine. Man, it's like a cocaine-centric night for me here. I swear it's only weed that, I, that I'm that i on. Uh, I was going to do something funny. Okay, I saw this commercial the other day. It was like, uh, I couldn't tell if it was a commercial for like interiors or furniture or whatever like that. I couldn't tell what it was for. And then the music for the commercial kicked in and I was even more confused it was like an ACDC song. Tell me if you can figure out what commercial this was. If you are sick of your roommates and your girlfriends on your case, and you want to get some time away, but you don't want to find a new place, just pick up your phone, say leave me alone. I got an app for that. Tucson, Reno, Tahoe, let's go. I found a two-room flat. On Airbnb, I catch a flight. B&B, and I spend the night. B&B, then I drop a load. B&B, in the top of the commode. When you shit in the top of the the toilet tank, it's called an upper decker. They flush it, and they get poo the next time. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I do when I Airbnb at your house. <laughs> sorry, I, just I paid for it, man. I paid the maid fee. Anyway, so if you see that commercial, I did not get paid for writing that, and I'm very angry. Call my lawyer. I um, want to remind you all to donate to Mutiny Radio. Uh, you can either do so here in the jar. Uh, it is. We are funded by our listeners and our audience members so be cool if you drop something in the jar if not we do have a go fund me no no i'm sorry a venmo scratch that reverse it a venmo man i am just like a great i'm the i'm totally the person you want like shelling your stuff i'm like yeah we have great shirts for sale no we sell blenders Ah, blenders for sale ah. but you want them you want them they're great. You feel like the Beatles would have been really anti-death penalty if they were still alive, you know? Like, you say you want electrocution. Well, you know. We're going to have to shave your head. No? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I am so high from that bread. Beware Pam's pot bread. One. Okay, I'm sorry. I didn't see it. One. If Pam was the witch in Hansel and Gretel, like Hansel and Gretel would have taken like two or three bites of her gingerbread house 30 or 40 minutes later, they wouldn't have been able to push anybody into any oven. They wouldn't have been able to turn on the oven. Like, ugh. if Pam made all like the buildings in Godzilla, Godzilla would just bite one of them and just be like, <laughs> dead. Okay. This is a good time, guys. Thanks for having me. I'll play one more song, and i will get out of your face. It'll be a short song. The more we get together, 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 the more we get together, the more COVID-19. And my germs are your germs, and your germs are my germs. The more we get together, the more COVID-19. Let's federally legalize marijuana, everybody. Bye-bye.
1: Josh Kahn, everyone, the song stylings and amazing men of Josh Kahn. Keep your hands clapping together. Yes. Yay. (coughs) He does song parodies. I love karaoke. You know, the one thing I miss about COVID more than anything else is karaoke. We're not allowed to sing karaoke anymore. And that makes me very very sad because I a song that I sang at karaoke that was hilarious and amazing. I love Alanis Morissette, yes, and I love her song. Isn't it ironic? But I like to sing it in the style of James Hetfield, right? Of Metallica. Goes like this. Isn't it ironic? Don't uh, you think? Huh? A little too ironic. Uh, I really do think it's like Ray on on your wedding day. Huh? The free ride when you've already paid. But Lars is very mad because no one's paying for their music anymore. (laughs) It's all free. And he's very pissed off. Lars. Cool. All right. We've got more comics for you. Uh, Who wants to go next? Oh, yeah. Your next comedian. What a joy and a wonderment he is. He's so funny and so amazing. He also (laughs) is, like, he's he's a millennial who's made his goals, you know? Like he he is the manager of a strip club. What could be better as a 24-year-old man than to be the manager of a strip club? You know what I mean? Like I mean, I I love I love watching World Premier Soccer cuz finally I get to watch hot 23-year-old men actually make their goals. But <laughs> but this next comedian, he's made his goals. He works in a strip club. Put your hands together, everybody. For Mark Neuer! Yay!
4: Keep fucking, or keep freaking clapping. The <coughs> time I checked, it was, whoop! Because it's red. It was a gang reference. I listened to too much music. thought the trench coat was for nothing, huh? It ain't for nothing. It ain't for nothing. Quit playing with me. Someone has to do it, you know what I mean? If Josh Conn's gonna come up here and kill it with his props, I gotta come up here with, I just gotta play my part, you know what I mean? I can't look like I just walked out of the set of Law and Order SVU and not have a gun on me as well, you know? No, no? Okay, that's fine. That's fine. you guys not laugh at the law and order SVU joke because I still had the gun in my hand? (laughs) Good. Good. So good. Uh, I don't know, dude. I don't really, I could could do jokes, but I feel more inclined to do a story about me, because Pam talked about my goals and aspirations, and they pretty much end at Strip Club Manager, let me tell you. (laughs) So, pretty great. Uh, I am a dropout from Modesto, California uh and i i moved here to pursue uh comedy and pussy and uh unfortunately vegan pussy and i don't really get along too well i love it so much it's so good it tastes like mango white claw but it just doesn't it doesn't really like me too much you know what i mean sometimes you get the tangerine flavor it's fantastic but it just hates me i don't know i don't know i don't know that's why I came out here to pursue. And uh, comedy kind of sucks, but oh, uh, oh! P- what do you mean, Mark? You're just so great. Shut up. Shut. Shut up. Now, comedy kind of sucks, but you know, I, I've been I've been homeless out here twice. Uh, I've le- I've slept on the streets of San Francisco, and uh, w- one of those times of being homeless, and that's not like a unique thing for comedians. A uh, lot of us are displaced, but. Through the trials and tribulations of life and being a white male who looks straight as could be. Took over a strip club on market and sixth street. So I guess I don't know, I just really I feel like I should have finished high school. <laughs> Shoulda went to college, you know what I mean? Then I wouldn't be taking pictures of naked women as a job. Started as a daytime DJ there, damn. Should have never quit Petco. You know what I mean? Should have never quit. Should have just stayed at McDonald's in Ripon, California. Getting stuck behind tractors. You didn't even know there was tractors in California, did you? Let alone to get stuck behind them on a main road in a city. So good. Should have stayed out there. Most of you are Old. older than me, so So for this this probably just sounds like a major flex. And the sarcasm is just just feeling like a knife, but it's okay. We're we're gonna die the same year. It's good. (laughs) It's okay. I don't have a bank account. I don't. I don't. I use Venmo. I I don't know. I I just I I don't really trust banks, they don't trust me, it's a mutual thing, and I just, I don't know. So this is like one of the only holidays where I just want to kill white people, you know? I know, I'm just so ungrateful. I'm so ungrateful. It's a, it's a shitty thing, you know? I know, and it was horrible. It was so bad. I don't know why everyone gets around and like play pr- plays pretend. Like, what are you doing? What, the f- what are you doing? What are you celebrating? Crazy. Bananas. It's freaking bananas. It's Incredible. It's 2020, and Thanksgiving has not been canceled. It's incredible. How are you not going to fully commit... That should, I would have voted if someone would have said, my number one issue for 2021, we are canceling Thanksgiving. Are you wondering why? Do you have the internet, sir? Do you not have Google? Maybe you use Bing. Do you use Bing? What do you use? You got to get off Pornhub. There's a different search engine. That's all I use the internet for. Porn, that's it. Come on, I, think I got money like that. And you just hear my whole sob story originally. No, I got money. That's why I'm on OnlyFans. I'm on. I, I have. I'm subscribed to so many w- girls on OnlyFans that like my inbox. They just send out mass messages, right? So my inbox. It looks like I'm a creator on there because I have so many DMs that I've just not read because it's just so much. It would be so expensive for me to read all those messages, like that's crazy. You know there's a re—there's an auto-renew feature on OnlyFans? You probably don't know this. These d- d- delinquents know. There's an auto-renew feature. So before I officially kill myself, I have to, uh, I have to <laughs> cancel those or else my family gets nothing that's left on my Venmo card. Like absolutely nothing. <laughs> I've decided, I, I came to this conclusion, my death is inevitable. Yours too, yours <laughs> as well. Coming <laughs> to burst the bubble. And with the way that I live my life masturbating for 17 hours straight on poppers and Adderall, <laughs> with things jammed inside of me that are not, considered foreign, but they're not, you know what I mean? Like you're, you're you see them around your house, you go, we moat. screwdriver you never know you never know not like the skinny piece that would be not pleasurable at all you ever had a big screwdriver handle anyways i'm just i'm not gonna kill myself on like uh, three days after payday because i'll be broke i'm gonna I, i gotta kill myself on payday blow it all on that day bam it was a great day i'm not gonna die broke what do i look like not a professional I have thought this through, j- ladies and gentlemen, theys and thems. I was waiting for the 2020 uh, Aerosmith remix of Dude Looks Like a Lady. It's a they that looks like a them. God bless, ladies and gentlemen. Have a great night. Get home safe.
1: Yeah. Mark Neuer, everyone, reminding us that we live in San Francisco, and we have the Transamerica building. <laughs> called the Transamerica building. We're cool with it. Like, I'm down, baby. I like it. Call yourself any pronoun you want. I actually identify as a witch. My pronouns are us and we. <laughs> like I have all the cats. I'll show you my wand later. I've seriously lost the plot. <laughs> it's COVID, I've lost it, I'm crazy. I'm super excited right now. I'm crazy about your next comedian. I haven't seen her in years, but she's been here in the past. And it's great that you came back and I'm so excited that you're here. I'm not gonna let li- you said you're gonna do whatever time you want, I'm not gonna let you you do what time you want. Everybody put your hands together. It's Amanda Biddle. Yay,
5: <laughs> yay. What's up guys? How can we it going? Oh, it is, oh, I'm on the radio, holy shit. Okay, well, thanks for having me back, guys. Give it up for Pam, your lovely host, and all the other comedians that you've seen tonight. Um, I'm a little nervous, because I haven't been on stage since before the pandemic, or whatever we're calling it now. um, But I don't know, I'm just gonna jump right in, and I know what all of you guys are thinking, now that you've kind of gotten a look at me. um, My outfit. (laughs) Super fucking cute, I know. Oh, it's really cute. <laughs> um, and that's the real reason that I've been wearing it for four days. That's nothing to do with the pandemic or my barely treated depression. Thank you. <laughs> um, no, but I, um, I have been wearing this outfit for a while. It's comfortable, I like it. Um, I do comedy, I'm unemployed. I don't understand how credit works, so hey, I'm single, what's up? (laughs) But I don't date comedians, because one of us has to get a place (laughs) (laughs) so I can move in. Because we ain't moving in nowhere but my car. Um, And there's only room for me and my dogs. So what else do I want to tell you? Okay, yeah, so I do have a car. um, I paid $250 for it. Don't want to brag. The tires are bald, and only two of the passenger doors open. However, it's really fucking cool because I have a friend who is a mechanic and he does shit out of his garage for me, so it's really cheap so I can continue to live like a low life um, in style. So I go there and like I'm, I have a lo- I'm really extroverted but I have a lot of social anxiety and so I always try to like fill the airwaves with bullshit that ends up just making people more uncomfortable but that's what I do. And so I'm at my friend's house and it's normally him and he's got this other dude there and He's not friendly, he's not thinking I'm funny, it's really becoming overwhelming for me. So I just start like, grasping at the environment for something to tell him what to do. And he like wheels over this little squeaky thing, like a cart with tools on it. You guys know what the fuck I'm talking about? What I'm talking about? Right, you're with me. So it squeaks over and I'm like, hey, uh, when you're done doing what you're doing, you should put some WD-40 on those wheels. Clear that squeak right up. And he looked at me like I was some kind of idiot. Like, uh, WD-40? actually a degreaser not a lubricant like <laughs> okay <laughs> I've been masturbating with it for years <laughs> I know for a fact that it's a lubricant so thanks for the hot tip um, so yeah I'm 32 thank you <laughs> I'm 32 I am never been married no children I have a younger sister who graduated college. She's got like a good job. She lives in a nice apartment in Seattle, like got her shit together. It's cool. I love to visit her, Her place is really comfortable. <laughs> um, but she's always trying to give me advice. And it's just like, we're different, get over it. But she like comes over to my house, and <sighs> I just moved in this place, and I'm like unpacking shit, and she comes into my room, and she's like, do you seriously have a twin bed? I was like, yeah, so what? <coughs> I'm moving into a garage, yes, I have a twin bed. She's like, you're th- over 30. You bring dudes back here, I'm like, what? She's <laughs> like, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, you seriously are bringing over 30-year-olds to a twin bed? I'm like, yeah. She's like, don't you think you're giving them like a weird message? Like, this is a mixed signal. I'm like, no. What's more clear <laughs> than a twin bed saying, I am down to fuck? Sorry, I'm down to screw. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot about the radio. I am not down to sleep over. There's a big difference. I fucked up that joke. I'm sorry. I messed up that joke. I can't not swear. Holy crap. <laughs> um, okay, so I feel like you guys have gotten to know me a little bit. I'm going to leave you with one last little... Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Venmo me. <laughs> Venmo me money. That's how I like love. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so one last thing uh, before I go. I'm just going to share like a little story about myself. I. I've had a lot of failed romantic relationships, which I'm sure is shocking to all of you. They just okay. seem perfect. <laughs> <laughs> like a pillar of stability. Um, but yes, yeah, so I've had all these whatever messed up relationships. But I had this one relationship that was um, particularly volatile with this one person. And we'd play this game that I call dysfunctional ping pong. Some of you may be familiar. I don't know you guys look happy, maybe you don't know. Um, but it's a game where one person says something, you guys seem cute too. You don't know what I'm talking about. One person says something mean, the other person says something mean, and you like go back and forth. Anyone? Oh, everyone's here perfect. Oh, cool. No one's, no one's been mean? Okay, cool. Well, I was playing this game. I said something mean. He said something mean. I said something mean too. And then he says to me, you know what, Amanda, I wish that when you were younger, someone would have thrown acid in your face so that you could have developed a personality. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa, sick burn, right? (laughs) To which I replied, are you saying I'm like really pretty? Oh my God, thank you. Thank you guys, I'm Amanda Biddle. Normally I wouldn't do this, but follow me on Instagram or Twitter. My name is my name, so thank you. Thanks. Give it up for Pam, give it up for all the comedians, Venmo, Mutiny Radio, and me. (laughs) Amanda Biddle!
0: Definitely
1: Venmo her! That was lovely. That's so great. Yeah, I want people to throw acid in my face, too, but it's a different kind of acid. (laughs) Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yes, please, throw acid in my face. I like that. And I will probably like you more once I'm on said acid. I don't know. Drugs are cool. Drugs are cool. Drugs are cool. Here's the thing, you can microdose ketamine, but you can't microdose cocaine. You can only macrodose cocaine. That's just the way it works. It's a macrodoseable drug. Your next comedian, oh what a what a wonderful human being he is. He has actually saved my life once. I was um, too many of the moon rocks. Um, all the millennial kids, they do the X, Y, 2, I D, B. I don't know, there's all these letters and numbers, they stick together. And I'm like, I'm just going to take a fingernail scraping off of this, put it in my mouth. I was like, this is too small to snore, and I'll just put it in my mouth. And then I'm like laying around on the ground. They're like, who is that old lady laying on the ground, rolling around? And they're like, we should call an ambulance. And Hunter was like, no, I'm going to take her home. She's fine. She's just really high. So he <laughs> saved my life. Huntersavemylife.com Put your hands together for your next comedian, Hunter Uniac. Yay!
6: No, don't do that. She's an amazing person. Keep it going for Pam Benjamin, everybody. Yes. We're only allowed one F word, right, Pam? Any at all? Goodbye. No. (laughs) No. (laughs) I'm joking. Hi, I'm Hunter Uniac. Did you guys have a good Thanksgiving? Nice, nice. I almost said F, yeah. That's crazy. No, I I realize I'm a horrible son on Thanksgiving because my Christmas present to my parents was Thanksgiving dinner. See, one person laugh. The rest of you are horrible f- people. You are. That's like if it, that's like if I gave you your birthday present on July 1st and, s- uh, 1st and said it's also your Christmas present. Like, how, that doesn't make any sense at all. What's going on? It's weird. I don't know. My girlfriend broke up with me recently. That kind of sucks. It wasn't recently. She broke up with me like three years ago, but I'm still saying it's a joke because it hurts me inside, but it's still funny. But she broke up with me recently. Um... Uh, I didn't know why she broke up with me. I, sh- I treated her like a goddess. I'm an atheist. I never believed in her. <laughs> it's fun. To, I, I what I thought when I met her first, I found she's a raver. Cause The first time we had sex, we used a glow stick condom. We broke it before we used it. Before I met this girl, I was only sleeping with single mothers. Happened on accident. But you know what's the best part about sleeping with single moms? The snacks. The snacks. They're amazing. One time, this woman, she gave me a fruit by the foot right after and I had to split it with her because it was the only way she was gonna get six inches that night. Yeah, you stopped clapping after I finished that joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, do you guys think Hulk Hogan looks like Thor if he was on bath salts? Yeah, cool. That's not really a joke. I just like saying because that tells me who's the cool people and the weirdos from the audience. You know. Fun a little bit about me. Um, uh, my dad's a current tweaker. My mom's a former coke addict, and I'm a raging alcoholic, which means my parents have to be proud of me. Why are you applauding for my childhood trauma? Why? I like, please do. It's the only reason I'm funny and I have a personality. Nobody to throw a bat of acid in my face for that. <laughs> I just grew a beard instead. I oh don't know. That's weird. I um, but yeah, I'm half white and half Filipino. Yeah, which means I'm 100% white at heart and 100% Filipino on paper, you know, for college reasons. <laughs> Did they work? No, that's what I'm doing, stand-up right now. <laughs> I guess the point is, I'm so white, I leave Yelp reviews for my drug dealers. <laughs> I'm so white, if I was a pimp, all my bitches would have dental. Oh, I can't? Bitch, yes. <laughs> that's going to be my new left forward, people. I bitch with you guys. I'm so white, my favorite rapper was the singer from Linkin Park. That one's not a joke. (laughs) I wrote that before he died. You know how bad I felt after? I didn't feel bad at all. I'm so white, I discovered most death from the cameo he had on House. Yeah, the whitest lady in the room was the only one who laughed at that. That's how white I am. Mauricio, i bitch with you. We're having fun, guys. We're having fun, guys. Uh, you guys like drinking? Yeah. A yeah, little fun fact about drinking. Up until the year 1820, the only way you can have clean drinking water was if alcohol was in it. Okay. Yeah, that's how they sterilized it. You already know. I can tell. You're slouched down on your chair right now. Yep. <laughs> Dude, you fucking... You know my joke. <laughs>
7: All right, just listen to this. I never met this guy in my life. you <laughs> never met this guy in my life, and he's already stealing
6: my punchlines. I bitch and hate you right now. (laughs) Part of the game. Well, actually, no. Like I, I I don't bitch you. I have nothing to say. (laughs) Let me stop a joke, guys. Stop bullying me.
7: This is on the radio. My mom listens to the radio. Stop making fun of me in front of my mom, people. (laughs) What?
6: That's right. <laughs> what the bitch was I saying? Oh, yeah. But um, yeah. You know that story with the, uh, Jesus fed three people with th- uh, like uh, with five thousand people with three fish. Story we're talking about, sir. Yeah. Do you know what it happened next to? It says so in the Bible. It happened next to a river. That means everybody in the Bible is too drunk to know where fish come from. Jesus says, "Take my hand. I shall guide you in the promised land." That's him trying to get his drunk-ass apostle friends home at 4 in the morning. You know, after the bar's all closed in Biblical Bethlehem. I see him pacing up, but now the streets of Biblical Bethlehem going, Judas! Judas! Jesus bitch in Christ. I swear to God, you're going to be the death of me one of these days. I like how you guys are. You already stole the fucking joke. I'm sorry. Yeah. You already stole the joke. Everybody knows what's going to happen. Why are you even laughing? It's like, I don't know. We're sad? <laughs> That's not how laughter... Actually, you're a comic. That is how laughter works. You know what? I was going to say another joke, but you said good job. I'm going to end it on that. Yay, me. Give it a Pam, everybody.
8: Yay, Hunter <laughs> Uniac!
1: Yay, Hunter Uniac! Yay! Yay. That was exciting. He was talking about God. I used to be a cheerleader for God. There is only one God, and he is the sun God. raw raw rah! God, right? Like that's the, is that how that works? All right, your next comedian. How much fun is this gonna be? She's amazing, she has a show here on tuesdays from four to six called always free she's a rainbow family anyone in the rainbow family yes yes always free i know it's well it's not it's not a cult it's just a it's just a bunch of people that like to like feed each other and take care of each other and the rainbow family's gorgeous they just smell a little weird like get over it Put your hands together, everybody, for your next comedian, Rachel Pinson. Yay! It's
9: really nice hearing somebody else try to convince me I'm not in a cold this time. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to take this thing that I've been breathing in all day and put it over this mic for everyone's safety. I hope you don't mind. Yes, I'm Rachel Pinson, and I don't know if you guys recognize me, but it's true. I was the person taking a piss in the alley right before the show. (laughs) Thanks for coming. Are you next? Is that what she's saying? Oh, I thought Mauricio was next. Oh, yeah. I was like, I was going to, I had this whole thing ready about how I'm glad my arch nemesis was here. And how we're immortal enemies, like it's past mortal enemies. It's like we're immortal enemies. Like every lifetime we come back and we're mortal enemies again, over and over again. Anyway, that's Mauricio. (laughs) Good talk, Mauricio. (laughs) Good talk. I've been thinking a lot about the lines of consent and like how guys think it's so muddled and hard to find. But like if a girl wants to have sex with you, you'll know. (laughs) Like you will definitely know it's been premeditated from the day she met you she already had she's like she's on the phone with you you know she's like why weren't you here yesterday what you live in san francisco like i live in cantati all you have to do is hop on the bus say you're going to san rafael then it's only 14 dollars. the drivers switch you get to save six bucks man like i just shaved i have like four more hours of being soft all right I just re-upped my Valtrex. So why weren't you here yesterday? That's all I'm saying. Like, you will know when a girl wants it. Like, she will. <laughs> it's very clear. I don't you want know. to, Anyway, I used to date a bunch of losers to try to disappoint my parents. But then I realized that I am a strong, independent disappointment to my parents. Yeah. I don't need a man to help me with that. <laughs> I'm a feminist <laughs> or something. Me and my boyfriend quit drinking together, so now I just drink alone. Which is probably why I don't have a boyfriend. <laughs> Alright, cool. That was for Ernest. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> Alright, cool. <laughs> oh yeah, man. Okay, you she was like <laughs> she was talking about I'm just going off script. She was like, Oh yeah, they're great, but they're kinda stinky. So like I I work this job, right? I had two uh, options of employment. One was to be a bar back, and one was to work in the cannabis industry. So I went with the cannabis industry, and then all the bars closed, so I think that I picked the right one. But uh, I had a bunch of friends (laughs) come in, and they were like, oh, yeah, your friends are really great, but they, like, smell really bad, and they're kind of weird. And I'm like, my people! And I offered them, like, a shower at my house before work, but I don't know if you know this, but, like, Whenever someone who hasn't showered in a long time, like a hippie, takes a shower, they don't smell clean. They just smell like wet hippie. It doesn't really help, but we're trying. We're trying to do this. What's up, man? How's it going? (laughs) You guys being COVID safe and socially distant? At the beginning of COVID, everyone's like, hey, man, stock up on toilet paper because... Toilet paper's flying off the shelves, like, you need more toilet paper. Get more toilet paper, and it was all gone. I I got a bunch of toilet paper, but nobody prepared me for how quickly I was going to go through batteries, you know, because I'm lonely. (laughs) Back order on Amazon, it's (laughs) rough, man. (laughs) I say... Let's all, are you guys ready? Uh, I pulled us together for a meeting. I think we should go looting. I think we should loot CVS and put toilet paper back on the shelves, man. Like, let's do it. (laughs) Give the people, (laughs) give the people what they need. (laughs) If you want to stop gang violence, take away their badges. That's not a joke. I just wanted to say that. Why (laughs) are you guys (laughs) here? Yeah. Defund their badges. Yeah, speaking of defunding, I was thinking about Planned Parenthood. I was <laughs> I was on this uh, radio show with someone who was, like, this super pro-life, uh, atheist, animal activist person who's just like, oh, killing babies is murder. She's so anti-Planned Parenthood. And I'm like, dude, thanks to Planned Parenthood, I'll never have to have an abortion, you know? Like, that's just, like, anyway, I got one minute left. My soapbox. What can I leave you guys on that's clean? <laughs> we talking about sex. Sex is clean, right? If you're doing right or something. Um, I don't know. What, what was that? <laughs> yeah, wash, unless this is the wet hippie. <laughs> <Smell>. <laughs> oh, man. I'm a hippie, but I'm really bad at it. Like, I really love taking showers and eating meat. <laughs> you know. And I don't think that shoving a crystal in my body is going to cure my yeast infection. Like, no matter how many times I try. There's no science behind that, you know? Like, I just kind of fell into the lifestyle, you know? Like, the free love. (laughs) Like, Actually, I don't want to hug you. (laughs) The, like, traveling for free. Like, did you know that people will just, when you're a 20-something young hippie, they'll just give you drugs and travel you around for free in their vans? Isn't that amazing? Like, the wondering, like, was I really in an open relationship, or did I just get tricked into joining some kind of weird, like, sex cult? (laughs) Again. (laughs) Fool me once, shame on me, fool me twice, STD. All (laughs) right. Pam Benjamin.
1: Fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, well, you ain't got no shoes. (laughs) Like, that's... Does everybody remember our good friend, George W. Bush? Like, yeah. He said that once. I love the George W. Bush quote. Um, I think he said, um, hey, uh, you know, a lot of people say that uh, the presidential library is pretty big for one copy of Good Night Moon. <laughs> right? I got to get back to Crawford, Texas. Ah, you know, Laura's making taquitos. That's Mexican for little tacos. <laughs> your next comedian is my second favorite Mexican in San Francisco. He is an amazing human being. He's super hilarious. He runs F D A L few drinks and a laugh. He's super funny. He has shows coming up all over the Bay Area. Put your hands together right now. For Mauricio!
10: my time God damn it yeah I don't know who you are you look like an undercover cop with a mask God damn it you know damn it's like this guy looks like a black man <laughs> Wow all right my name is Mauricio my comedy sucks my name is Josh Khan part two man that's what I like to do man that's what we do yeah uh, I heard over I heard earlier that someone said like they don't want people to die I want you to die I'm half indigenous. I have yet to meet a black person and a Mexican with COVID. I only meet white people with COVID. Is that fair, man? And I'm glad that you're dying. I really am. I want you to fucking die. (laughs) I'm half ended. Oh, one right. Last one. Last one. All right. Sorry. Damn, I'm getting passionate because you guys got to celebrate Thanksgiving, or as I call it, thank you for taking my land, right? I'm half indigenous. I represent a tribe called Zapotec and Mistec. So we hate all of you. Every day I'm on this mic, every day I'm out there with a pistol. I want revenge. Like every day. Like right now, if you're not dying from COVID, I want to give you blankets with smallpox and maybe a little AIDS, you know? That's my that's my jam, you know? I want revenge. I want revenge so bad. I am the only Mexican on this damn on this damn mic. And there ain't no other, you know. Like God damn it, I'm the only one representing the mission right now, or as we call it, La Misión, you know. Yeah, but then uh, uh, so we don't get Karen. I'm gonna say the mission, right? You know. One thing I like to talk about being indigenous, man. I call it Indigenous Day Part Two. One thing that sucks about last night is like I wish to be thankful. I need to rip the heart out of a virgin. That's it, man. I couldn't do it because everyone in Oakland who claims to be hard said that's illegal. You know? <laughs> I don't get it, man. I was like, what is this, you know? Everyone is scared, man. One thing that sucks is, like, I don't respect any of you. I hate Americans. I really do. I'm from Mexico, Mexicali, the real California. Have you guys heard of this? Before conquistadors raped us? Damn. It was beautiful, man. Mexicali is the real ghetto. I don't know about your guys' ghetto, right? It's the real ghetto. Mexicali, Mexico is so tough. That the minute my, uh, I got bit by a dog and hit with a stick, and after my father put the stick down, he abandoned me. I was like, no, I can change, man. Just give me a chance. I will grow, you know. I will grow. One thing that really sucks about Mexico is that everybody in Mexico is hot and down to sleep with each other. Damn. Yeah, you guys have a weird thing called dating, right? I don't, I don't understand this. In Mexico, a woman just grabs you to have sex with you and have 30 kids, and we build an empire, you know. <laughs> No dinner, too, man. I don't got to pay for anything, right? I like when my friends are like, why is it so tough then, man? If everyone is hot and down to sleep with each other, why is it so tough? I was like, because I want to sleep with 95% of my cousins. And I have a chance because they get impressed when I bring a U.S. $20 bill. Dang, man. The family reunion is awkward, you know? Yeah. I I used to love to kiss my aunt on the lips, man. That was awesome. And we're like, yeah, I guess it's for New Year's, you know? Yeah. And then jacked off, you know? Like, whatever, you know? God damn it, I still love her. Tia Lupe, forever. (laughs) Oh, my God. I remember when she rubbed, like, Vicks on my chest, man. That was intimate, you know? But I'm half indigenous, man. I also hate Mexicans. Is that weird to say? There's two types of people in Mexico. We have white people, too, man. We call them Jalisco, and they root for Chivas, and we hate them every day. I'm indigenous, so we hate the people that are trying to kill us every day. The one thing that sucks about Thanksgiving and Indigenous Day is I wish that white people would let me celebrate the way I want to celebrate, you know? You know what I mean? Like, I want to get in the backyard of a white tech couple, right? And I start sending smoke signals to my friend Little John, right? You know? Yeah, and then we start showing up with paint on our face, right? And I would love it if the white couples like, calls the cops like hey there's these weird brown people with like paint all over the face and they keep doing smoke signals and they're eating weird bread can you kick them off the lawn you know and i would love it if the cops like hey it's indigenous day it's just for one day let it be right he's like go out there and actually eat bread with them and then you're gonna learn something new because white people are culturally stupid you know right so I would love it. They're like, what? You gotta be kidding me! You're not gonna kick them out. I'm like, go out there, learn something. I would love it if they're out there. Like, all right, man, I was wrong. These are nice people. One day, let's eat this cornbread. This is good. And I would love it if the of people just broke up, right? And then, in the midst of that darkness, you see me covered in blood, right? And I ripped the heart out of the virgin and I put it up to the sun. And I'm like, NASA man, NASA NASA Yeah, just so corn can grow tomorrow, you know, right? <laughs> and I would love it if that same white guy's like, they just ripped the heart out of a virgin! <laughs> Kick them out now! <laughs> right? And the cop's like, was she white? No, she was brown. It's Indigenous Day. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my name's uh, Josh Kahn. Thank you. Oh,
1: Mauricio! Yeah. Find him on Facebook. He's under Mauricio Cadaza, which I think it has to do with cheese his jokes are not cheesy they're delicious and amazing your next comedian oh i'm so excited for him I, he uh he's recently come into my life and every moment has been joy and beauty and light put your hands together everybody for peter struck yay
11: happy friday oh my god i feel like there's so many faces i don't know here um which is great so let me start out with a fun fact about myself my name is peter and i am saving myself for marriage (sighs) yeah good christian man here um You know, I'm just saving all my love for the right woman. And uh, in the meantime, I've let about 200 dudes plow me from behind. Yes, I am super gay, in case that was not clear to anyone here. Uh. Yeah, I am gay. I get hit on a lot by older men. Not like your nice George Clooney silver fox type, no. Instead, imagine if Fisherman's Wharf were a person. Just smells like seawater and in and out and shame. There's a prison in the background you would rather be at. I'm talking like some fairy of a geriatric who's going to ask me on a fanciful date. <laughs> do you want to get... Mint juleps or chaperone a band trip. Like, no, dude. I don't want to take a lavender bath and listen to Careless Whisper, okay? Uh, Thanksgiving brings out the worst in everyone, right? (laughs) The people who piss me off the most on Thanksgiving are the ones who are like, I don't need one day to be thankful because I express gratitude every single day. You know! You know! It's like, <laughs> we get it. Your shitty little Etsy shop is about to go out of business. <laughs> <laughs> I will give you a pity like for a charm bracelet if we can just move on. <laughs> uh, I I didn't eat turkey yesterday. I actually had pot pie. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was like, you know, good hearty meal. Like, does not need to be turkey? Something else, something different. Uh... Didn't realize I was eating a pot pie. Oh. So, uh, yeah, I got high out of my mind. It was like, where am I on the space-time continuum? Uh, yeah, so I got high. I watched gay porn, did a little... A <laughs> uh, um, lot to be thankful for on that special day. Uh, oh, where did I want to go? Um... I, I've been a little stressed with work lately, but, you know, I'm trying to rise above the hardship and uh, really create a morning mindfulness routine for myself. So, uh, you know, I wake up and I I uh, look in the mirror and I take a deep breath in. And then I sing the chorus from Christina Aguilera's Fighter. Like,
7: makes me that much stronger, makes me work a little bit harder, makes me that much
12: wiser, thanks for making me fighter.
11: Oh, thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Donate to Mutiny Radio so I can continue doing those musical stylings. Um, But, yeah, no, I sing fighter, and that's, like, what gets me pumped up. You know, that's when I'm, like, (laughs) like, I'm going to solve an equation also a little behind the scenes on that uh, bit my neighbor can't stand me because i keep trying to butcher those vocals okay <laughs> i learned the hard way that he does not appreciate my musical talent
3: <laughs>
11: we had a rather awkward conversation about it. he's like yeah bro can you not sing fighter at 11:30 at night <laughs> I'm like sorry i have the sunday scaries <laughs> oh, my God. But you know what? Hell hath no fury like a gay man singing fighter. So, yeah. uh, yeah, I think that's where I'm going to end it tonight. Thank you, everyone. I'm Peter Struckmeier.
9: You're amazing!
1: Peter Struckmeyer, everyone! Yes! Yes! Today, I look like I'm dressed as a rich person, and it's just costuming. This is all (laughs) everyone's giving me all, that was amazing set, Peter, yay. Your next comedian, wow. He, he, I love him so much, I've known him for years, and he's a wonderful human being, and you're gonna love his jokes right now. Put your hands together for Mike Bonds!
13: Yay! Are we gonna raw dog this microphone, Pam, or what? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Take
1: your mask
3: and
13: go, oh like, okay. go like that and oh put okay. it over
5: that way. Like that. There you go.
13: I need to stop hanging out with so many white people, y'all. I'm just I'm just saying this shit is crazy. <laughs> Did y'all have fun yesterday on Thanksgiving? Yeah, I know, right? We all had a good time, man. I went over to my Mexican partner's house yesterday, man. It was fun, you know, it was great. But he asked me to bring a turkey through. So, you know, I never cooked a turkey before, so I had to smack it, flip it and rub it down. Oh, no! (laughs) You know what I'm saying? It was one of those things yesterday. It got got a little nasty with the turkey yesterday. That's all I'm saying. But it tasted good, though. Tasted good. He called me today. They still over there partying. So after this, if y'all want to go to a Thanksgiving after party, let me know. It's going down. (laughs) I'm going to get right into it. I realize I got a big-ass head. Clap it up if you got a big-ass head. Come on, I see some big heads in the crowd, brother. Come on now. Clap your hands, brother. (laughs) Clap your hands. You know what I'm saying? It ain't easy having this big-ass head. I'm just... I need to find my big head people. That's all I'm saying, man. You know, big head people. We always want to sit in the front row, don't we? Like this brother right here. Always, you know. You know she can't see behind you, brother. You know that. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? You know she can't see behind you, man. You know. (laughs) I went to go buy a hat the other day, and you know, and the dude at the hat shop was like, "Hey, brother, it's gonna be eight to twelve weeks before we get your size in. (laughs) You got a big ass head. That's all I'm telling you. You got a big ass head." And it's cold, too, because I had to have that conversation with my son. You know, hey, this is how you deal with the police. And, son, you got a big-ass head. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, this is this is some real stuff we got to talk about, you know? You know? I looked at his mama the other day, and I was like, wow, I see where he get it from. He <laughs> he get it from my side of the family, you know? <laughs> y'all enjoying this COVID thing, man? I know y'all enjoying this COVID. I know. I know nobody's enjoying it. I know. I, f- I picked up a few a few bad uh a few bad habits for covid you know i realize i like food porn Clap it up if you like food porn come on now <laughs> you know what i'm saying you know i feel like i sneak away at night to watch a good enchilada being made you know what i'm saying it's getting crazy you know mac and cheese oh my goodness hold oh, on i've gone for about 20 minutes on that one i'm gone for about 20 minutes and they got the nerve to melt the cheese all slow and everything you know what i'm talking about You know, I'm not crazy, nothing like that, but after I got done jacking off, I was like, this is it, this is it. I'm not jacking off the food porn no more. This is it. (laughs) One thing I miss about the COVID is buffets. You know, big man like myself, we love buffets. You know, you love buffets, you know? Real talk, man. I was in a buffet before the COVID ended, man. There's a kid running around the buffet. Hey, fat man, hurry up, man. I was like, why do I get the kid? I will slap a kid in a buffet. You know what I'm talking about? Get your ass, (laughs) you know? He needs taunting me and everything. Hey, fat man, hurry up, man. Hey, somebody better get this kid. Then the kid took a piece of chicken and put it in a little fudge fountain and he threw it at me. It's like, somebody better get this little kid. I messed around and tried it. And it turns out it was pretty good. So y'all go ahead and try that <laughs> chocolate chicken. You know what I'm saying? Tell him this little badass kid gave you the, <laughs> gave you the, you know what I'm saying? Little badass kid, you know? But damn it, if chocolate chicken ain't good, <laughs> shoot, man. <laughs> you know, we got any married people out here clapping up if you're married, right, yeah, yeah, I know, I know, you can't argue with your wife anyway, man, you can't, brother, you can't, I went out and got a book on how to argue with my wife, first page, that said shut up, that was a whole book, just shut up, second chapter, shut up, <laughs> you know, you can't do that argument stuff, man, you gotta watch it, you know, you gotta watch it, I know, it's crazy these days, Anybody got any tattoos? Clap it up if you got tattoos. Most people out here should have tattoos. You know? I feel like I need to bless this body with a tattoo. You know, I haven't put a tattoo on myself yet. And everybody's going out and getting all these monumental tattoos, their kids' birthdays, their grandmother's names, pictures on their cells and everything. And then there's these people who get Asian writing on their arm. Like, what's that for? You know what I'm saying? I got a buddy that got Asian writing on his arm. Here's your faith, light, moon, sun. I said, you sure? (laughs) You sure? (laughs) You positive? Well, I want to get some Asian writing on my arm. I want it to say chow mein, two egg rolls, general chicken, <laughs> and fried rice. You know what I'm saying? Because when I go to an Asian restaurant, I'll be like, hey, my order's right here. Don't mess it up. It's right here. You see that? I did it for you. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Don't mess up my order because they always get it wrong, right? <laughs> it's right here. It's here. <laughs> it's here. Oh my goodness! Anybody seeing a therapist? We got any therapists in the house, man? I know, right? You're crazy. I know you got crazy guys. I know, you know. <laughs> I'm seeing a therapist, and my therapist she's really, really nice. She's been really good to me, but she always wants me to open up in ways that I feel weird, you know. So I went in the other day, and she was like, "Mike, I want you to open up today. I want you to tell me what's going on. This is your therapy. I, I, I know." I said, "You sure you want me to tell you what's going on?" She said, "No, I really want to know." I said, "You sure?" She said, "I'm your therapist." I said, "Well, do you think it's okay to jack off to my therapist?" <laughs> <laughs> so I got a new therapist, and he's really great. He's good with me. He's been on on point. Hey, you guys, I'm Mike Bonds. That's been my time. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Bonds, everyone, hilarious
1: individual. Yes. Talking about therapists. I had a dream last night that Bjork was my therapist. And I looked up at her and I was like, why is my mom not proud of me? And she looked down and she said, Your uterus is made of clouds. And the powder bear only stops in the same river once. Don't let poets lie to you. And I was like, ah, oh, Bjork, you told me nothing. You're next comedian. of, <laughs> I know, No one knows who Bjork is anyway. So it's fine. It's like, it's a moot joke. And then like, moot, is that a word? Do we know how to read? Cool. I'm a witch. I know how to read. So is your next comedian. He's a warlock. You're gonna love him. He has gorgeous, amazing hair and very, very funny jokes. Put your hands together for Ernest Evangelista. Yay! Hey
14: guys, how you guys doing? I should take this mask off. Hey guys, how you guys doing? Cool, Uh, did you guys go Black Friday shopping? I didn't either. I did my Black Friday shopping during the riots. Like my outfit, these are new shoes. Cool, how was your COVID? Did you guys find any new hobbies? I I've, ha- I've, uh, I've been writing now That's my new hobby. Uh, I've been writing uh, gay fan fiction. Also, I am a 9/11 conspiracy theorist. So I decided to combine the two. How you may ask, imagine if all 19 hijackers were gay. How romantic would that be, right? (laughs) You know, they're in the cockpit, it's real sweaty, it's real hot. He knows he's gonna kill himself for Allah, but then he looks at this bearded gentleman. He's like, I don't wanna, wanna I want you to shove that Twin Tower penis into my bloody Pentagon. It's right. You should buy my Amazon book. I'm <laughs> please. Really good. Cool guys. I don't know where to go. Who here took a COVID test? I took a COVID test. I test positive for cocaine. I like wearing mask because you can't tell how much cocaine is in my nose. Um no you guys you guys ever got out of trouble for doing cocaine? You guys ever uh you were outside maybe asiento and then uh security guy came out to you and was like, Hey man, stop doing that cocaine and I was like, Hey man, shut the fuck up. I'm sorry. Hey man, please shut your mouth. I'm doing cocaine. You sound like a cop. Hey, man, prove to me you're not a cop by doing this cocaine. Turns out he was a cop. And then I got arrested for cocaine possession. You guys ever got arrested for cocaine possession before? And then you have to go to court, but then you're doing cocaine the other night. And you're like, hey, man, I'm out of cocaine right now. I got to go to court. I need to wake up. I should probably take this acid. And then you go to court, tripping balls on acid. You ever did that and you looked at judge in the eye while your eyes twitching and you say, Please don't hurt me, daddy? And he's like, Fuck fudge you. 30 days. And then you go to jail for 30 days. You guys ever been to jail for 30 days? Okay. I miss jail. <laughs> I miss <laughs> it. I learned a lot about myself in jail. In jail, I learned my worth as a man. In jail, I'm about worth two packs of cigarettes, (laughs) a pair of honey buns. That's my name in jail, honey buns, for some reason. Mainly because I used to boof. You know what boofing is? Okay, I'll tell you about it later. Um, (laughs) Hey, guys, what's the worst part of a threesome? Sharing the condom. <laughs> What's the best part of a threesome? Getting pegged. You don't like butt stuff. You ever shove things that vibrate up your butt? You ever shove the iPhone 11 up your butt? And try to get your friends to FaceTime you? My, numbers curr- uh, my phone's currently up my butt right now someone called me and honestly that's why i was really popular in jail because i got to sneak phones up my butt all right guys have a good night (laughs) ernest evangelista honey buns
1: as he's known in jail that's good i've been in jail yeah i speak a little spanish i have one joke in spanish Y pasa en tus pantalones? Una fiesta en mis pantalones, todos vienen. Does anyone speak Spanish? See, I, I, I had to explain a joke, but it's it's to come, but it's a, it's a double entendre in Espanol. Yay, yay. That's a... I <laughs> have two master's degrees. All right, that's why I hang out on the street corner and say things into a microphone. Your next comedian... She is an amazing human being. She's been in bands. Go uh, look up, if you're on Spotify, look up the band Bed, B-E-D, period. They're from Portland, and it's they're amazing. They're like shoegazer, gorgeous wonderment. And she's going to tell you jokes right now. Put your hands together First Sierra Hager. Yay!
15: Stop yelling at me. I know what you guys are thinking. Teenage Mutant, Barb, Rister and... <laughs> yeah, I'm a musician. I'm going to sing some songs for you guys tonight, just like Josh Kahn um, here's another one. It's, uh, this is just, like, more autobiographical, I guess. Um, it goes, I got sunburned on a cloudy day. <laughs> white girl, white girl, ha ha, It's a song I heard about living in San Francisco. It goes, uh, Upstairs, neighbors, vacuum all the time, vacuum all the time, <laughs> vacuum all the time. <laughs> I'm learning German. got this little, like, German program. Um, and this is the conversation they teach you. It's, like, the first thing. And this is if you, s- if you don't speak German and you're going to Germany and you just need to find someone who speaks English because it's, like, an emergency. So here's the conversation. You go, uh, okay, so here we go. Entschuldigen Sie, verstehen Sie Englisch? Nein, ich verstehe kein Englisch. Verstehen Sie Deutsch? English speaker. Nein. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this is uh, I had the worst day of my life recently um, this year my grandma died in my arms and also I got divorced uh, and this worst day of my life that happened really recently doesn't have anything to do with either of those things That's how bad this day I know I know so okay so so this story has a backstory. When I was 19 years old, I had the most beautiful, like magical, sexual experience with a man. Insane, <laughs> insane. I'll let you guys laugh about that all night long. Let's just keep <laughs> it going. Okay. Um, it was it was this boy, and his name was his name is Dylan Blackman. Interestingly, a white man, as he will. And he was so beautiful. That's his real name. I would never make that up. That's insane. Um, he was so beautiful. He, I just, I remember about him. He had these two pharaoh tattoos on the inside of his shoulders, and he had like, he was just like really, um, just like, he, he didn't break tension with laughter. You know what I mean? He, he was just so sincere, and he just looked into my soul. And he made me feel so beautiful and so seen. And I was 19, so, like, that had, for sure, that was, it was, like, another decade before that would even come close to happening again, right? Um, and so we had this one magical night, and the next day he got on a plane and moved away to New York City for art school. Because that's, that's where boys like that go, is the art school. I wish I had known. I would have practiced anything um, at all. And so, okay, so... Uh, and then, like, like 11 years passes. I, like, I got married. I moved to Portland. I had a kid. I got divorced. I moved back to San Francisco. COVID. Grandma dies, right? All that. You guys remember. You remember my life. <laughs> my whole life. That's my whole life. Uh, and I had this weird dream about him when I moved back to the Bay Area. It was just, like, super out of the blue. I hadn't thought about him in years. I had a weird dream about him. Uh, and then this one morning, I was, like, driving to the park. It was, like, pretty peak COVID here, right? Driving to the park. That's, like, the only place to go and I get out of my car and he's right there, sitting in the sunshine with a German Shepherd puppy and his, l- that's a racist dog. But I just, I was like, shh, sh- sh- racist dog, right, it's Dylan, he's there, there he is. And my first thought, my first thought was like, like, I can do this. Like, I am, <laughs> I'm, th- like, I am so, I have my shit so much more together lying to myself in this moment but i was like but I'm like i can d- i can d- i'm a publicist i can talk to this fucking boy sorry pam uh i was like i'm like i'm gonna do this this is gonna be great this is gonna be great uh so i start walking toward him and i and i make eye contact and i give him this look that's like hey i know who you are right and then he looks back at me with this look that says like you're a stranger i've never seen in my life you know what i mean and so then I said something really helpful to like get his memory going, apparently. And I'm, I'm like, I'm like, you're Dylan. Like he knew who he was, right? <laughs> <laughs> he knew who he was. That wasn't helpful. I mean, like, you're Dylan. And then he looks at me and he goes, Oh, hi, <laughs> hey, hey. Uh, and, and remember, divorce, grandma dying. Remember that all that stuff. <laughs> COVID, COVID. And then he goes, he goes, how are you doing? And and th- th- like as soon as he started talking to me, my whole body started convulsing. Like, like middle school, first time talking to your crush, like physically shaking. I like lost my absolute shit. So I'm super, super, super nervous. And he's like, so how are you doing? And like the only thing that c- I could come up, I was just like, so good. <laughs> like so literally the entire world is in lockdown. Everyone's like throwing themselves off of bridges. I'm like, I'm great. It's really good to see <laughs> you. All, right? Super good. I have like, uh, like a wedding like a, like a a wedding ring imprint band, but no wedding ring. You know, I'm like, I'm like, so good. Um, and, and then like I kind of black out at that point, right? Like I don't really know what we were talking about for a few minutes. But when I came to... I was saying these words, um, you have to excuse me, I'm just a little nervous. It's really blowing my mind. You see, recently, I had a dream about you. (laughs) I said those
13: words to him.
15: have any more jokes, but you guys just have to watch me kneel now. <laughs> <laughs> so just to recap. <laughs> anyway. I think that's it. I think. You want to take a picture of me on my knees, Pam Benjamin? No, thank you. <laughs> Absolutely not. That's No. That's crazy. That's crazy. If Pam Benjamin asks you to get on your knees... You do it. No, I do it. Okay, we'll do it later. We'll do it later. Yeah, everyone calm down. What's my one-minute joke? I don't have a one-minute joke. I think I'm done. Uh, I'm Sierra Hager. You guys have a really good night. Let's keep going for Pam Benjamin. Ow, ow, ow. She doesn't. She look beautiful. Yay.
1: Sierra Hager, everyone. Yay. This has been our out. Oh, no. Brian Crowe. We have one last comedian up tonight. Oh, my gosh. He is stellar. Do you like wordplay? Are you smart? This is the comedian for you. No, he's a really wonderful human being, and he works at Alameda Comedy Club, which you should check out. They have shows, like, almost every night of the week. Socially distanced, totally amazing. Love him up right now. Everybody, your last comedian of the night. Brian Crow.
3: yay!
16: I don't know how to use a condom. <coughs> so, a friend of mine came up to me and he said, You know, in these trying times, Brian, you should live each day as though it is your last. And I said, Nope. I want to live each day as though it is my first. So, I sleep most of the time. I never get out of bed. And if I don't have a nipple in my mouth every two hours, I cry. Thanks. <laughs> uh, my name is Brian Crow. And for those of you with dyslexia, that's crying bro. Also known by my Native American Tinder name, swipes to the left. (laughs) My blood type is red, my credit score is 720, uh, my pronouns are he, him, my verb is screw, and my adverb is deliciously. I was actually thinking about this stuff, so everything is like, pronouns are like really important, and I get it. I mean, I'm I'm an ally, I support it, it's like if you want to be called they, them, I'm going to call you they, them i'm concerned more about what is your verb your verb tells me how you're going to behave towards me i mean if your verb is dream great they them is a dreamer if your verb is do cool they them is, is a doer um if your verb is kill they them is your list of victims all i'm saying is that if, if the police are trying to identify you how you identify yourself is out the window So I was curious about this too. If you're somebody who's transitioning between genders, do you use an indefinite pronoun?
6: Oh yeah. All right.
16: So holiday. Thank you very much. You guys, uh, you guys enjoying the holidays? Yeah. I uh, I like to go home for the holidays, or as I call it, staying in the will. I like coming to San Francisco, this is my hometown. I love this place. But I've noticed we have a really weird sort of passive-aggressive relationship going on with the, with the homeless. You know, you go down on a Market Street, there are homeless uh, encampments directly across the street from buildings with signs that say, We work. Some fucked up shit. Um, so uh, I, am, uh, I am pro-gun. I admit it, I'm very pro-gun because I think it's better to have something and not need it than to need something and not have it. And that's the very same reason I'm also pro-abortion. So th- I know things are weird with, like, uh, being outside and doing performances and stuff. I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but uh, Live Nation is going to add a question mark to their logo. But I have a solution. I do. Think about this, all right? Going out and doing protests, totally okay, right? So here's what we need to do, have a protest, book really good entertainment, right? Let's go to BLM at Coachella. I think it'd be perfect, or uh, let's see, we could have a uh, burning the man. They say, did you go to BLM? I went and I saw it was like seeing every color of the rainbow. What, the diversity? No, the drugs, dude, I was tripping balls. I'm just going to close on this little ditty. Um, as a musician, I like to go onto YouTube and look at uh, young kids that sing and play the blues. Fucking amazing! I saw a kid. Oh, I dropped an F bomb. I'm sorry. Excuse me, neighborhood. I'll end it with a rape joke. No. Um, <laughs> I like seeing really talented kids <laughs> singing the blues. I the other day I saw a five-year-old kid singing the blues. Amazing, right? Except for one thing. What does a five-year-old have to sing the blues about? You listen to B.B. King sing The Thrill Is Gone. It makes all the sense in the world. What does a five-year-old have?
0: (laughs) The internet
12: is down. The internet is down. I ain't got no connection. You know I can't play no Fortnite, but I'm too young to have an erection. Oh, yeah.
13: Dedicate
16: this one to the ladies.
12: My mama won't nurse me, gave the nipple to another man. My mama won't nurse me, gave the nipple to another man. So there won't be number three. Mama, you got to
16: use plan B. You guys have been fun, Ember Brian. Thank you so much. Thank you, Pam. Drive dangerously. Take risks. See ya.
1: Grow everybody! Yeah! Thank you so much for being here tonight. Uh, We're, uh, the only reason we're ending in time is weird tonight is that I'm booked at Milk Bar at 8 o'clock. So, everybody go to Milk Bar. That's a thing. It's like a scene or whatever. Or, or go, Milk Bar is at the end of hate, right before the thing. Or go to Stroy Moy's show at Neck of the Woods. That show's at like 9.30... There's a lot of comedy that's socially distanced and awesome here in San Francisco, and you should be doing it. We're out of here now. We're going to pick up all the chairs and be gone, but thank you so much for being here and uh, Dr. Dre, what a pleasure to see you amazing. Can't wait for you to bring a show back here. Bring us good music. I don't know what good music sounds like. I just do jokes. Thanks for bringing in chairs. You guys were all amazing. Yay! Good night. Yay! Give us money in this thing over here. Put money in this jar, and then uh, yeah. <laughs>
12: I'm
11: Michael Spiegelman.
12: And I am Carl Not Spiegelman.
11: Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on radio.fm for.
12: Let's watch a full-length movie on
11: YouTube. The best movies that, uh, aren't they?
7: Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me sea dogs and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.FM. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures.
8: As the world gets wackier and less predictable in every way, it is more important than ever for us to all remember our roots. We wouldn't be here today if our ancestors hadn't had the capacity and the skills to take care of themselves and their communities using the resources in the natural world around them and their own two hands. My name is Wonia Tebow of Buckskin Revolution and Alone Season 6, and I started Buckskin Revolution not just to empower people with a wider range of skills to meet their basic needs,
3: think I'm funny Daryl.
7: Well I mean you ever want to be like in front of an audience like, other than like squirrels, dogs, and dead peasants?
11: Oh
3: shit! Time to time I thought
7: of you. you. know if you go to joke workshop there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things to or they tell you how to get improvements.
3: No way.
4: What is this it thing called?
7: It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radio. So
3: you're saying I
7: could tell my
3: jokes every Monday from 6 to 8?
7: That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radio. Hi, <laughs> hey
1: you, poetry reader. This is Bjork's sister, Mjork. It's okay. We also have a soul and a weekly poetry reading on Mutiny Radio's AltaCast tuned every Wednesday at high noon from Glasgow, Scotland. One of our co-hosts, Choose poetry, choose life. Andy Talbot has a new poetry chapbook, Old Wounds, New Skin, which is available at analogsubmission.com now. Go buy it and don't let the poets lie to you. Once again, that's Andy Talbot's new poetry chapbook, Old Wounds, New Skin, available at analogsubmission.com.
12: Dream them live, download a podcast, have some fun!
17: The Ministry of Lava manages our national lava resources to ensure that we will always have a steady supply of lava to operate the nation's active volcanoes, which in turn power our cities and methamphetamine labs. As a matter of national security, we need to reduce our dependence on foreign lava, which means an expansion of domestic lava drilling. As your chancellor, I will build lava wells all over the country as well as secure access to more lava fields by invading hawaii imagine orange gold spurting out from school playgrounds on the great plains and illuminating the nebraska sky like fireworks on the fourth of july magma oozing over the rolling hills of kentucky volcanic ash settling gently over homes in new england like fresh gray snow
1: What is Flat Black Plastic? What could it be? It's exactly what you think it is. Flat. Black. Plastic. Vinyl. Records. Round. Played. Mix. All for you every Saturday. From noon to two by Scott Ho. Amazing artist, music DJ, vinyl enthusiast. That
17: is flat
7: black plastic. This is Tucson Metals. we Mute the radio. Big up to the number one station. A nation. Give it to me, every time. Ah!
17: My name is Breakfast, and I'm running for Chancellor of the United States of America. For too long, we have gone without a Chancellor who is willing to take bold leaps of faith and logic to create new possibilities for our great, big, fat nation. As your Chancellor, I will balance the budget on the head of a pin
18: three, don't touch your face. Remember? Remember? Yeah, I didn't like, fuck that. I like touching my face. I said the F-bomb. Gosh, damn it. I don't know. Phase three, phase, oh, phase one, do the, the, the thing. Phase two, Other thing. Phase three, uh, don't go to work. the Tiger Man television show on the internet television. Watch the Tiger Boy. Wonderful Tiger Boy. And number, stage five, watch the Michael Jordan has red eyes documentary. If you haven't seen it, there's this great documentary about Michael Jordan. It's called Michael Jordan has very red eyes the documentary. and it's uh, It's all about him having red eyes now. statue we all wanted to do it at one time or another Just quit quit pretending you don't want to and go go pull down the Ulysses S. grant statue in Golden gate park Just go do it doesn't matter Nothing matters um statues are dumb you, know, did you ever read the bible the Bible's like you know corinthians chapter 7 verse 2 statues uh, i think that's one of the ten Commandments Number 11 is statues are gay. That's the Bible, you know. No, it's it's the Bible. It's not like what I'm saying, it's the Bible. I'm just like quoting the Bible. difficult. Somebody open it. I got to focus on these jokes. got a oh, I got a non-alcoholic cookie here. I need some nutrients. Hold on one second. Okay?
16: Broadcasting live from San Francisco, California, and it is time to ride the morning train. The music of Gary Bart's and Two Troop begins today's ride on the morning train from the first volume of Harlem Bush music named Typha, which was the name of his daughter, recorded and released in 1970. That was Du, D-U, parenthetically, Rain. Next up, Joe Pass and J.J.
6: Johnson.
3: Bye. Mm-hmm.